Faith requires taking a step that you don't have control of. You take the step, you control the step, but you don't know the outcome. You know, you've been in a safe place, you've been doing what you're doing, but you, you've got to make that step. Everybody take a turn. That'd you know, whenever you have a lot of folks. That'd be really neat. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm glad that you could pop in and join us for another episode of the Bridge Podcast. This week, we're actually joined by two guests. Pastor John Betts, it's good to have you here. Glad to be here with you. And you're from Abundant Life Church in Georgetown, the pastor for the last 25 years. Correct. Awesome. And then Jeff Twilley is here. Jeff, how are you making out? I'm doing well. My my second week here at the bridge. Yeah, so, yeah, just still adjusting and uh, getting settled in. Still living out of boxes. So. I can understand that. Well, <laughs> we're happy to have you here and your expertise being added to the team. We can't wait to see uh, where things go, and we'll get to know you a lot more as time goes on. I'm certain. Sure, sure. Bill Sammons is here behind the board for us today. Bill, hi there. It's good to see you again. Thank you. I know we've been crisscrossing all month and. Finally, back in the studio together, yeah. which is great. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm Andrew Jackson. I am the director of marketing here at the Bridge. The podcast is actually made possible by a, a great sponsor, and I know that we have been able to talk about them a lot lately. But do either of you gentlemen know about the Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant? Been there. Yeah, it's yes. wonderful. Many yep, times. It? Wonderful food. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's great. And heading into fall, even better. You've got, you know, the shore that's going to be empty, all the tourists are gone, and the locals can have the restaurant and the hotel back again. So they've been here for 27 years, and they're certainly a local's favorite. Now, today, we asked Pastor John Betts to come uh, share with us on the topic of changes and transitions in, in someone's life, whether or not uh, that change is being led, um, you know, by a prompting that God has presented you with, or whether or not that change is all internal, if, if it's you just spinning things up. And I guess also changes can come from outside and unexpected changes as well, can't they? Well, it changes uh, a part of life. It's normal. A baby is born, and from the time they're born, you're always watching for transitional stages where they progress. And so if they stop progressing, mm. you, you realize something's wrong. Mm. The, the thing that we uh, have a challenge with as Christians is, is we like things to stay the same. And when things start to transition, if we're not the person that's making the transition, then we get disturbed about that. Mm -hmm. And we, we can even resist people's advancement spiritually because we don't understand it because it's not us that's advancing. So transition is one of the things that the church is the worst at because we try to keep people where we're comfortable because we like what they do, we like who they've been, mm -hmm. but it's not who they're going to be. Mm -hmm. And when they begin to make that shift, we can become the opponents of the will of God in their life just because we don't understand the transition that's happening. Now, do you mean specifically transitions like, hey, you've, you've been the children's ministry leader for the last 10 years. What do you mean you want to change and, and you want to get on the worship team? Or do you mean changes more to the effect of um, cleaning up you know, residents in, things that are, that are on our hearts for years and years and years and trying to move out of, out of that place into a place of, you know, transition where we're free of that sin what it types can, of yeah, well both sin is not as much the issue i don't think because okay. we like we, we rejoice when people you know lay, lay aside something that's been troubling them mm -hmm. but when you you got your children's minister you use that uh, situation well they're the best and that's what they do that's who they are mm -hmm. you know this is this is john betts he's the pastor well what if john betts becomes an evangelist what mm -hmm. if john betts becomes a teacher in a bible school and he leaves that place and people are used to him being the pastor 
Okay. Right. Now, right. it's troubling. He's leaving us. What, what's wrong with him? I need him. Yeah. No? No, God needs him. He never belonged to you to start with. There you go. You know, and so you don't direct his life. He's been a, a, a tool for you. He's been a blessing to you. Mm-hmm. But that's, you're not the reason he's the pastor mm-hmm. for this season. So the season's changing. Seasons change. And people advance. And so, uh, so it can be both. But primarily, I'm talking about ministry type things. We're, okay. we're advancing. We're growing. And we're, we're moving forward with what God is directing in this day, in this season. And we don't like that change. Now, there's other changes that we run into in life too. Not only you know family dynamic changes, but also work, and you know change in career changes. Career, yeah. So we brought Jeff on board because Jeff, like we said before, you're new to the station. At least um, you, we've known you since the launch of the station. Sure. In fact, that's a great story to get into at some point. Yeah, time. Jeff's the engineer that put the bridge on the on the air. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's nine, an, nine years, almost ten. We started almost it took, ten. Uh, years, <laughs> year before. It took us a while. As a volunteer, yeah, you were working right. for yeah. another broadcast. Yes, team, I was. So. I was in radio. Been in radio all my life, but yeah. And then you know, like like Bill said, that's mm-hmm. a that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, we we'll right. on that one. <laughs> it's so, a wonderful story. Yeah. So, um, but I you know just had a passion for the ministry and mm-hmm. and. Um, was looking for change. I was actually at the time going through cancer, and, and there was a lot of change going on in my life. And mm-hmm. um, actually stumbled upon the uh, Bridges page uh, in the uh, chemotherapy ward. Mm-hmm. So that's where I found it, and and uh, God put a big change in my life just just helping the bridge. Um, but I was in in a, in a different radio, working for the different radio company day to day, doing engineering and management, and doing lots of things. And was with them for 22 years, and they actually relocated me to work in, in a much broader field of their uh, printing companies and restaurants mm-hmm. and a lot of other things. That seems like a big, uh, not only responsibility change, but um, I mean, that seems like that would come with more authority and more... It you know, did. clout in the company. That's that's it pretty did. good yeah. money. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying Some. to edge yeah. up to. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, that should but, not go in there, but I did. Yeah, yeah it was. So I will, I'll admit it. But it was it was a big change, and and I had young kids. Still, they're still young. They're teenagers now. Uh-huh. But they were. This was five years ago. So, um, but picking up. And we moved from Delaware. We lived here in Delaware to uh, just outside of Lancaster, PA. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. It was an easier change because it was within a company. So you know, I was with, working for the same company, right. but from a from a family and an external, it was it was big. It was a lot, and mm-hmm. you know, packing everything up and, and moving up there. So, um, and then five years later, you know, God speaks to me and mm-hmm. you know decides for me that you know we're heading back to Delaware. So, can, can you walk us through that process? How did you know, for instance, that it was God and and talk about your family buy-in sure. and that whole dynamic? Sure, I mean. That's hearing hearing God, hearing the Holy Spirit. That's that's the older you get, I, I think the uh, the better you are. You listen maybe better. You can hear God better. Um, for me, um, I look at it sometimes as how many times God lays something on your heart. Um, when I initially thought about this, and Bill and I talked about you know working at the bridge, didn't think about it. It weeks would go by, you know, nothing, um, and and I and I just didn't have any 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 indication this was for me time went by um bill and i met again we talked more and, and said that you know they were still um uh you know an opening a purpose for me and it was at that point in fact it was at a, a a conference we went to the uh back in the marriage conference back in february was that bill mm-hmm, yeah yeah so and met and it was hourly after that <laughs> so what changed hmm. 
I, I just, I wouldn't say it was anything at the job. It was a wonderful job. I mean, they, they, you know, I was so blessed with, you know, they were, they were extremely wonderful to work for. Um, just God laid on my heart that, you know, this is, this was the change, um, that, you know, that that was going to happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I couldn't shake it, you know, hmm. wake up at night, you know, and I started thinking about, so what if, you know, what if, and, and mm-hmm. um, Karen, I mean, same thing. We adopted a child and it's the exact same thing. And when, you know, mm-hmm. God laid on my heart that we were going to adopt a child day in and day out. That's, that's the only, I mean, it, it was hard to concentrate on certain right. things right. sometimes and that. I truly believe that's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. I, I you know that's that's one of my my biggest indications of um, of God leading you in your life is mm-hmm. is you know what He lays on your heart, and um, and I you know Bill and I talked quite a few times before that. I mean, it was it was almost two years, I believe, you know that that you Bill had initially talked about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew those two years before he did. Basically. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> and, but it was never. I mean, you know, even even you know, you have those bad days at work and say, hey, you know, I, I could get out of here. But right, that, right. That mm-hmm. wasn't happening either. Yeah, so, it wasn't you know. God's timing. So interesting. Yeah. So then. Go ahead, Bill. Well, I was going to say, I know John's story. I was going to ask him to tell a little bit because John John grew up in a prominent farming family. Okay. And the assumption was, you stop me when I'm wrong, that you would take over the farming operation. You would be a farmer your whole life. And that changed a number of years ago, uh, much, I'm guessing, to the shock and dismay of some of your your family. <laughs> tell us a little bit of that process that you went through. <laughs> well, in the uh, you know, in a farming family, you you learn to plow through good oh, good seasons and bad good. seasons, yeah. Yeah. and so part of the mindset is you're just you're there and you're going right. to be there and right. you're going to show up early and you're going to be there late, and so it just is a dedicated mindset, mm-hmm. and so for me the transition out of that was an incremental process. <clears throat> it wasn't an event. Uh, it was the you know first I was the first one in my family that was saved. Then that that led to my brother, my mother, later my dad, Bill and his dad both worked at the farm as well. And there was there was a whole group of us that became born again. Rick and Bill and I began to sing together. Mm. Um, we were we were decent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If we, you would like to hear any cuts from that album, yeah. we'll have them on sale. <laughs> well, can, they show up at flea markets now, every now and then. Yeah. I love it when somebody comes in with one yeah. of the copies. Yeah, it's great. And so we were, we were, we, we were, <clears throat> we got to the place that we were probably somewhere almost every weekend, either a hymn sing or a uh, anniversary. We we just were were very popular. And so the first step of my transition was that I needed to leave the singing group because things were changing in my life Mm -hmm. and uh that wasn't easy because everybody liked us (laughs) we liked us and harder and uh so i had to let the guys know that i was leaving and that did not go over well Mm. they handled it they were shocked but they they handled it well but my family didn't handle it well at all Mm. um in fact we had an engagement lined up to go to baltimore in baltimore area to one of my mother's relatives churches and so i had resigned in june mm-hmm. but i had to go to that august <laughs> i don't remember that you don't remember that do you no, no, no you didn't live in my house yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it didn't yeah. it, my mother did not handle that well at all huh. and so i was compelled 
to be a part of that engagement, even though I was no longer uh, working with the guys for two months almost. And then later I got got married that month. And then a year or so, two years later, I wound up leaving the church that I grew up in. Things were were moving in my life toward where I am today, but nobody in my family had ever done this before. And so... The, the transitions were affecting everybody. My grandmother even talked to me about, you know, where we were going to church. Well, you know, she had some opinions about the pastor there mm-hmm. uh, that I didn't even know she knew the pastor. You know, how, how'd that happen? Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years later, uh, the time came for me to leave the family business. And now that was the biggest one because who am I if I leave the family business? Mm-hmm. And that was uh, never my intention. I was going to be a Christian farmer. Mm-hmm. Right, church person my whole life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my idea, but when that when that began to uh, come on our hearts, and it was a direction my wife and I needed to go in, mm. I was like, "How do I do that? I don't know how to do that. Mm. Never done that before." Mm-hmm. And so it was a it was a process, and finally, I had to just basically turn in a letter of resignation to the family business meeting. Mm-hmm. And wow. you know, it was a shock to my dad because it wasn't something you could talk. I couldn't talk to my dad about it because I mean. He wasn't on the same page as I was as far as the process is concerned. Not because he's a bad guy, just mm-hmm. he wasn't in the same place. Well, from the outside, I can imagine, you know, your your bandmates, the you know, everybody that you're singing with, they're looking and they're saying, he's dropping us. Where's he going? You know, what's the... Well, Bill can speak to that, how, you know, how it affects somebody that's not yeah, making yeah. the decision. We, uh, you know, what's really mystifying is because every, we were getting along, things were great, the Beamer were getting bookings, we had done an album... And I, I wasn't involved in the album. That was after oh, okay. me. That right. was that was when the Calhouns oh, came okay. on board. Oh, but, okay. but but my point is, it was it right. wasn't like we were fighting, and we all wanted to. It there was, was no like conflict. Just, right. 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 And that makes it more mystifying for people to understand. Right. When you're di- when, it seems when like God's you're dealing disengaging. With just them, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. They don't see God moving on your heart. Yeah. But the, all they see is this tangible you disengaging from things, and so. How did you approach that conversation with these folks? You know, I don't remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was it was terribly terrifying. You know, how, how sure. do you how do you do it? You just okay. You guys, just have to muddle through. I'm, yeah, I'm having. I got to go. You yeah, know, I'm, this is my. Yeah, last I want to ask you a question at this point. How did you know that it was God that was mm-hmm. directing you there? Well, your life focus, your heart changes. Um, you mentioned about the things you think about, Jeff. Was it Jeff, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, the things you begin to think about. Where before, everything I thought about was the farm. Everything I thought about was, you know, but now my focus has begun mm. to change. My heart has moved. Yeah. I haven't moved yet, but my heart is already moving. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, for me to continue where my heart is moving, I have to make a step of transition, which means people are going to be disappointed with me. And I, I'm a people pleaser person, mm-hmm. so... Mm. Making that transition is very difficult because I don't want to disappoint people. Right. I like for people to like me, and so it's very difficult sometimes to make that final step where you engage people mm-hmm. with your transition. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a shock because yeah. you mm-hmm. haven't had you're not sitting down with them and saying, you know, guys, I'm really thinking about. I don't know mm-hmm. if I, I don't know about nobody. You can't you can't talk to people about that. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. it's not normal you, because they won't want you to go. You know they won't want you to go. No, because you're upsetting their boat. You're rocking their world. You, you know, they have a, like you had sp- spoken to. They're before. invested in you. They're invested yeah. in you. They think that's your role and your identity in my world. That's it. And so then, how do you tackle that topic with yourself? changing that personal identity something that you've poured now you identified as a you know a singer in a band you were a christian farmer dedicated to the family like you had this identity wrapped up 
how do you it was start pre-made to, for me well okay <laughs> there you go <laughs> so you've been you know but this is the life you've been leading right so then how do you unravel that identity and start to say no i'm god's calling me to be you know give me a new name god's calling me to be in a new role how do you start to unravel that and move you don't really unravel it you just make a step mm. Yeah. You see, you make a step because you don't know where you're going. Abraham, I want you to leave everything you know, mm-hmm. and I want to show you where you when you get there. Mm. Well, that's that's faith, right? Because if you if you had it all packaged and said this is exactly what it's going to be, it's not faith anymore. Mm-hmm. Then you you'd buy in or pass by, so, right? So faith involves mm-hmm. potential disappointment with people who aren't involved in the faith exercise. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because they like where you are, they relate to where you are, they understand where you are, they benefit from where you are. But the faith mm-hmm. step changes everything. And you don't even know what you're going to be. When I, when I turned in my resignation to the family business, I said, I think it's going to be with youth and music. I didn't have anything lined up. Hmm. Nothing. Yeah, this is a leap of faith. I, I had nothing yeah. lined up. And so I wound up being a painter and drywall guy with a family in the church. Right. They said, if you don't have anything lined up yet, we can use some help. Hmm. So I did that for nine months. And waited to hear from God? That would, uh, and then I was invited to be the principal of the Christian school Okay. Hmm. at the, the church we were a part of. Meanwhile, you maybe But are... I was available yeah. because I okay. had shed who I was yeah. by a step of faith. Hmm. So people that, well, he was going to do ministry. What's he doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I didn't hear anybody say that. But you know they were thinking it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's not absolutely. ministry. He left. He left us to do that. What is no. he doing? Yeah, exactly. Is he in a cult? <laughs> right. <laughs> a painter's who cult. Changed, who changed that boy? We're going to cover everything in white. So, so <laughs> now, were you married? You were married at this oh, yeah. point. So, oh yeah, I was, I was oh, married. Jeff, scary too. Jeff, I think Jeff mentioned. I was curious about your. So your wife's name is Alice. Alice. Uh huh. What was her? Was she on the same page this whole time? What was she? She was ready to go before I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. we need to do this. I was the one that had to die. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, she didn't have to die. Yeah. See, I had to die to everything I knew. Yeah. Yeah, I had to. I had to tell my dad I was leaving him, and the family right. business. Yeah. yeah. Because he was running the business, your dad was running the hog farm, my uncle was running the store, Rick was in the store with my uncle. You were you were in there helping out with the eggs and things too at that time, I believe. I, th- I don't think yeah. you were at college at that point, and uh, you know, so <clears throat> I was the guy who was going to take over on the farm part for my dad. So I I was a, an important cog in the family business, sure. and so I you know I'm, I'm basically having to tell my dad I'm I'm, I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. To do everything I've been things doing. he's invested yeah. in a person he's invested in a family member that he's well, it's a dream, it's a family dream you know family mm-hmm. business it's exactly. like okay I'm a, my his father and my dad and then yeah. we were there and it was just going to be something that normal process did um you know if you care to share did it ever come to confrontation with your father did it ever lead to to real you know uncomfortable situations where you know you guys had words never volatile mm-hmm. that's not that's not the family norm for mm-hmm. us but you know it just was uncomfortable conversation was uncomfortable because mm-hmm. i didn't have any answers yeah. if you asked any questions i didn't have any answers you know mm-hmm. you're, you're out on a limb yeah so uh, fast forward on how many years your brother rick uh-huh uh went through a very similar thing you'd already cut the forest down for him 
Right? I mean, I had to do That's the, the way he kind of describes it. <laughs> he said, John did it first, so it was easy for me. You know? I wonder if it was. I guess it was. I well, it would, it would have been different because yeah. the, the mold was already broken. There was yeah. kind of an expectation. Ministry is primary over family history. If God yeah. moves you in a direction, you need to answer. Yeah. So all of that was already in so, place right. by history, by my experience. And so for him, it was just a matter of, okay, this now yeah. time for me. God's directing me. And, and there wasn't the same angst right. for the family because mm-hmm. it was observed that that seemed to be where he was headed anyway. Yes. 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 Yeah. Hmm. He probably had a little bit of, I can't be, oh, no, I'm going to be the second one of three boys to leave hmm. my dad. You know, he probably had that a little bit going yeah. on. But, that weight, yeah. But, yeah. But um, so to get practical, if we can, for a minute, somebody's listening to us on this podcast today and God's been stirring their heart, feeling like they're going to be time to leave the nest, the comfort. Mm-hmm. What do you say to, to them? Any advice you would uh, give them from your past and from a pastor's heart? What would you say to them? Mm-hmm. Well, you have permission to leave. You have permission to transition. You have permission to follow the voice that's speaking to your heart. Nobody knows what's, who's talking to your heart but you. And uh, if you know, there is, it's natural to progress from one place to another in the spiritual realm. That's a natural thing to do, and it affects sometimes your business realm, your what you do as an occupation. There's there's those things. So every every time you look in Scripture for somebody that was going to do something that was different than where they were, Gideon, old mighty man of valor, he's sitting behind a wine press. So me? Who are you, you talking about? Uh, I want you to, to defeat the Midianites. You know who I am? <laughs> you know, he, knew, he knew who he was. Mm-hmm. God knew who he really was. And so mm-hmm. every time that happens... It's, it's an unknown. And so don't be afraid of the unknown. If you're afraid of the unknown, you'll never do anything by faith. Because mm. faith is not what you know. See, it's, faith is the substance of things hoped for, for, the evidence yeah. of things not yet seen. seen. So uh, faith requires taking a step that you don't have control of. You take mm. the step, you control the step, but you don't know the outcome. Yeah. You just have to escape the cocoon. You know, you've been in a safe place, you've been doing what you're doing, but you, you've got to make that step. So I would just encourage them to, to take the step if your heart's moving that direction. You know, if, you, if, you, if your focus is that way and you're, you're having to think about it all the time, and you're not, you're not trying to think about it, it you're just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a compelling from the inside that you can't snuff, snuff out. Would you say that you also see indicators or confirmation from outside of yourself that you know this is God calling you in this direction or God leading you can to a have change. that but it's not you see you don't want to be led by signs okay yeah see signs are supposed to follow believers they're not supposed to be led leading believers, leading believers. and so some people are looking well if I if this thing happens if that thing happens right okay then you're going to wind up following something who, who knows if that can mm-hmm. happen or not I, I don't I don't recommend that at all yeah faith mm-hmm. is no whatever's stirring you on the inside mm-hmm. take a step of faith but if you if you're waiting for two signs, then you'll want a third sign. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, Gideon had to. You know, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this fleece out here. It wants to be wet. Okay, it's wet. Okay, I don't be mad at me, but I want to do another one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And then he got down, and God says, "Look, walk down to the camp." He heard somebody had a dream. He had to have a third one. Mm-hmm. Say, how, how many signs do you need? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, it's never ending because then it's not faith. It's now okay. I got these signs. I got all now I'm believing in the signs. Mm-hmm. So that it affects your faith walk. Once you take that step of faith and it starts to fruit, it starts to bloom, it starts to happen, that's God's we're walking faith. together. Here we go. Right. It's the fruit of faith. Yeah. 
And for me, I was going to say, you know, Bill and I talked about my transition two years ago. And I think at some point I was like, you know, waiting. I told Karen, I said, I'm going to need a burning bush, mm-hmm. literally, mm-hmm. sitting, you know, yeah. in a park and it burns and speaks to me. <laughs> right. Did you get one? I did not. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But I, and I, and I, when you're speaking about that, there's a movie, Son of God, and it's on YouTube where. Jesus is talking, and he goes up to Matthew, and he says, come. I love that. Just watching that video, and I told Karen, maybe that'll happen, you know, but mm-hmm. it, none of that happened. I mean, it, it's that's the biggest thing in, in these transitions. How do you know when you're going to do it? And and with Bill, I, I, I we met, and I said, I'm going to give you a date, and, and I'm going to stick by it. Was that, I think it was, it was in May. I'm trying to think of the date, but I told you that, you know, we're going to give you a yeah, decision. Right, yeah, right, mm-hmm. and, and I told Karen, I said, so we're either going to do this, or we're not, I said. And we prayed, talked, and and it was tough because of the kids. But I, I you know, I, she said maybe we should, you know, talk about. I said, but I, the kids aren't going to make the decision for us. I said, and and that's right. They have to go along with us, so mm-hmm. we need to make the decision, you know, and then sit down with the kids and, and explain to them uh, how how and why. But it was it was it was a leap of faith, and like you said, I was looking for things to indicate it was, and, and that's not. Once we decided to do it, take the leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Things, certain things, and how they went, I knew it was confirmation in God of, of the way, mm-hmm. just how everything, the transition flowed. It made me feel better, but there was trouble too. I mean, there were certain things that didn't go sure. well. That doesn't mean you stop and you know tuck tail and go back. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so you, I'm not. We're not going to candy coat it and say that it's it's going to all go go beautifully. But when when God lays it on your heart, I mean, when it's there. You know, and and people are, are and I, I will admit, we, I was in a very comfortable place um, for spiritual growth. Getting super, super comfortable, it's not always you know conducive to to spiritual maturity. It really mm-hmm. isn't, in, in my opinion. That's true. So mm-hmm. that's and, a good point. And if you're if you're led by signs into something, and you get out there and it gets difficult, mm. then you'll say, "Oh, this must be a sign that I've made the wrong decision." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then, then I'm I'm looking Following for another sign yeah. Yeah. to assure me that I'm in the right place. So it erases the issue of faith at that point because right. faith is okay. This is this is where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. I don't know. I'm supposed to turn out. Signs won't make any difference at that point. How it's going, whether there's difficulty with somebody, whether there's family members that don't mm-hmm. like it, the church fires me, whatever. Right. Anything could be you know, interpreted as a sign. Anything's a sign then. See, yeah. so then I, my whole life is about looking at my environment to make the decisions for me. But I like how Jeff said he he and his wife both prayed, mm-hmm. so they were staying in connection with God, in communion with what He's leading. Right. And I'm sure you would recommend staying in the Word as well, so that you're following oh, other examples. <laughs> <laughs> so then you find yourself after the change. Now here you are. You're you're entering into your new identity. Where where then do you? I mean, does that become settled? Mm-hmm. Here I am. I've I've arrived. Well, it's a, it's a it's a new adventure at that point. You know, it's it's like starting a new job. Everything's new. You're you're looking at things, but I'll I'll refer to to Noah. Uh, Noah, I want you to build an ark. And uh, okay, how big is it? Well, it's about six hundred feet long. It's seventy feet. All right, how long is that going to take? About ninety to a hundred years. <laughs> oh, when do you know the sign that you finished? You know, I mean, what? What? After eighty years, you think you'd be a little tired, right? Doing mm-hmm. the same thing every day. It's yeah. big. It's monstrous. People are laughing at you. What are you doing building that thing out there? 
and you know, but he had to he had to persevere whenever the this faith step was laborious. Mm. So you can't even look at your circumstances after you take the faith step. You got to know you've heard from God. You're 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 walking, and you and you wait for the fulfillment. Awesome! Wow! Well, wow. yeah, I just I know we're out of going to wrap it up, but I just I just want to say, uh, having known John a long time, and that I'm glad you. You had you found the faith. You followed your faith mm-hmm. and had the guts to stand up and do it because the community has been dramatically impacted by you, um, Jeff. I believe the same is going to happen here mm-hmm. uh, through the bridge ministry with you. And so, th- you know, thank you for for following God's leading in your lives. So it's been a joy and an adventure. You. Yeah, still is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, gentlemen, we look forward to hearing more about the current situation that you're in jeff as it unfolds i'm sure we'll be updating our listeners sure pastor john betts if there is a new change on the horizon let us know (laughs) (laughs) otherwise we love the role you're in (laughs) thank you very much but of course if god's calling you then you've got to follow that call if you find yourself in transition we'd love to know about it as well send us an email podcast at 887thebridge.com you can also suggest more show topics or give us feedback on this episode As always, be sure to download the Bridge mobile app where you can get the latest podcast episodes. And if you enjoyed this podcast or know a friend or family member who's going through transition through a change in their life, send them this episode. You can get complete show notes on our website, 887thebridge.com. 